This week on the all-new River Morning Show podcast. You love them. You cuddle them. You let them into your home. Donuts. But no. <laughs> oh. You don't, don't, cuddle, you don't cuddle donuts. I try not to hug my food before okay, I eat it. So much we could dive into on that conversation. <laughs> Cherry delight. Two words that are synonymous with Thanksgiving. No. No, yes. No. Yes. Oh, yes. I'm not familiar with Interesting. that. Yes. Cherry delight. Cherry delight. Mm-hmm. No. It's, yes. It is. <laughs> a, Let the man talk. I'm curious. I want, I want to have a strong feeling about what he's having. All right. Some of the best parts of Thanksgiving are the desserts. Can you agree sure. with that yes. statement? Okay. okay. I can get on board. And we'll stop there. This is. Thanks for listening. <laughs> this is a dessert I married into. When I oh. married my wife, her grandma was famous for cherry delight. And it would be the cherry pie filling. Uh, put on top of a non-baked cheesecake, essentially. Ooh. Okay. All right. So it's like the Jello cheesecake. This is a simple thing. Sure, but, but it's the graham cracker crust. Mm. It's the cheesecake, and then it's the whipped topping, mm-hmm. and then it's the cherry stuff on top of that. And okay. it's the only time we would get it, and Christmas. Uh, the only two times we would get it is Thanksgiving. And Christmas, and we still make it, even though her grandma has passed. So it's a great memory, and it's a great dessert. So you're telling us you've already bought your stretchy pants. Oh, I live in them this month. (laughs) This month, yeah, because some people are cooking stuff like, here, try that, make sure it Uh tastes right. Uh Uh-huh, it does. It do taste right. I would like to invite you, Josh, to make this for the show and bring it to us. You don't at want some me to point. make it. I don't make, I okay, eat. Okay, let me rephrase. Would you have somebody make it and bring it to us? <laughs> because we would like to be delighted by cherries. Yeah. Yes. I can absolutely do what that. What she said. For the two of you, I will do it. Aww. Which means I'll talk to my wife and see. <laughs> Just one thing. Would you stop it already? Yeah, here's one thing you should stop already, and fe- that that is feeling bad about breaking tradition. You don't have to feel guilty about moving away from something you've always done. See, now you're meddling. We're getting into the holidays. This is a dangerous speech that you say. But I, I get what he's saying, because we started doing that a year or two ago, where uh, instead of my mom just like slaving over the kitchen and over the food for Thanksgiving, yeah. and just... I mean, hurting for days after because there's so much that goes into that. You may as well be like a full body workout for hours on end. And we're all grown adults. At least that's what my age says. (laughs) And we so we have started bringing the sides. So she'll make the turkey and the mashed potatoes because she's the queen of Mm -hmm. that. Mm -hmm. But then we we bring the rest of it. And it makes for such a smoother experience, and she's not stuck in the kitchen while we're all hanging out, having uh-huh. a great time. She can actually be with the family. Do you have any, like, of the enjoyment of, of making something for your family? I know you don't cook a lot. Do you like that part? I mean, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, so wait. Feel free to break but from I'm tradition. But I'm willing to do it. <laughs> break from kindness, too, apparently. Oh, it's time for tinsel and ornaments and fa-la-la-la-la. Tis the season! Pump the brakes over there. (laughs) Hang on a second. It is almost time. I can feel it. The weather has shifted for the Christmas tree to come out. But it was just 75 degrees on Saturday. Smell it. It's like a little bit of cold chill in the air. I don't like the smell of 75 degrees. 
but it's about to be That's the smell weird. Josh of 40 has, degrees. Josh has teenage children. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't like, just like the smell Socks of warm weather. 75 <laughs> degrees don't mix well Ew, together. athletics. Stop it. No, there's a little bit of like a nip in the air, which means my Christmas tree is almost ready to come out. You're one of those. And be on full display. Really? The second it gets cold, that tree. One year, it was up on trick or treat because it was cold enough. Where do you come mm-hmm. out on this? Because this is a debate all year long. Like, so, okay, I didn't know this about you. I think we can still be friends. <laughs> Hannah is an early decorator. Uh-huh. My yep. family is always after Thanksgiving, although this year, we I guess I, I can't be friends with myself now. This year, we're doing it early because my daughter wanted a Christmas party for her birthday. Yep, don't send yourself Aww, a Christmas card, go Josh. Abby, love that. Yeah, so <laughs> so I guess we're breaking our own rule. Where are you guys at? We it's all it has nothing to do with the weather. It's the calendar. We got to follow rules, okay? Because if it gets cold and you decorate the tree, when it gets warm, do you take it down like two weeks later? It's a back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. Point. Make no, up your mind, just Hannah. Like, it's a really good that's point. When you cross the Make starting up your line. line, no, we it's always after. It's the weekend after Thanksgiving, so it has to happen. Then, if it happens before, it's not really Christmas. Well, and I understand too why you would do that the weekend after Thanksgiving. You need something to distract you from Michigan losing to Iowa State, Ooh, and I usually have to walk off a few pounds. So. <laughs> where, where are you at? When do you decorate? There's no wrong answer, ish. Oh. oh, Christmas tree! Oh, Christmas tree! It's never too early to see you. I don't know. Does that work? Does it rhyme? <laughs> <laughs> so obviously. <laughs> It is never too soon to see your Christmas tree, in my humble opinion. So mine so take is a coming picture up. of it, put it as your wallpaper <laughs> no. on your phone, call it good, check the I box. I need the wow. holly jolly, the fa-la-la-la-la right now. Normally, everyone's getting off my lawn. Now they're getting off yours. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to point that out right now. There's still leaves there the from the fall. The second there's a chill in the air, my tree just like pops out of nowhere. The lights are on the patio. The tree is up in the living room. <laughs> And it's Christmas, even even before Thanksgiving. It's the magic of Christmas in mm-hmm. Hannah's living room. It is. It really is. Everybody does it differently. So which way is the best way? 614-479-1049. Lindsay, when is it time to put up the decorations? Growing up, it was always like the night of Thanksgiving, but please be, get it out and decorate. But now that I live on my own and I'm grown up, it's... Halloween night. Yes, it is. <laughs> I'm here for that. We were the same. I grew up, it had to be at the weekend after Thanksgiving. Yep. And the second I had my own home, my own place was paying for the is, rent. I was like, tree goes up when I wanted to is go Is that up. from a place of laziness, <laughs> though? Right. So you're like, I don't want to have to do it later. So I just do it no. early and let it stay up through the holidays. It's joy in the season. I put it Jeff. up because I love uh, the just staring at the tree and all the lights. And it's always a happy feeling so the more you get to enjoy it the better amen i I am Mm -hmm. down with that i do think christmas gets uh ripped off a little bit because it's a month or less so i i I could be here for that argument i try to limit how much the tree is actually up because it's dad vibes and it's a fire hazard so that's right right. (laughs) hi linda so are you before thanksgiving after thanksgiving when do you put the tree and the decorations up I put them up November 1st because I leave for Florida November 29th. Oh, so you get your month of Christmas early. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So we have Thanksmas. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody had to go first. Someone had to be the guinea pig. 
figuring out how this big old world works and what it means to be human. And lucky for us, it wasn't us. If it was me, it would be a different place. I promise you. (laughs) But it was Adam and Eve had to go first. And there were many things they had to discover for the first time as the OG pioneers of this world. Wow. From mosquitoes and hiccups to, I don't know, probably taxes and fire. <laughs> Both they at the same time, actually. Picking those boogers. Stop it. <laughs> Stop <laughs> it. But you know what else they had to stumble upon? The first Turkey Trot 5K. What? Uh-huh. 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 Okay. So, um. Josh, Chad, I would like you to come along with me as we imagine, as we theorize the original Turkey Trot 5K. Okay. So here are your scripts. Josh, you will be the narrator. Chad, uh-huh. you will be Adam. Oh, and a- um, I will go ahead and be Eve. So, okay. Josh, it begins with you. Uh, yes, ma'am. All right. <clears throat> narrator voice. One day long, long ago, Adam and Eve were walking through the forest, delightfully naming animals they wandered upon. More madness with the River Morning Show right after this. Blast off with Space Vacation the Musical as the Bloom family from the bright yellow planet takes a wild, weird, and wonderful intergalactic summer vacation. With original songs and stellar comedy, their trip goes delightfully haywire. Fun and adventure for all ages. Space Vacation the Musical on all podcast platforms now. Subscribe today. Aw, look. Let's call it a fluff roar. Nope, bear. Look there. It's a crunchy McSnap face. Crocodile. Ooh, a floating potato. A nope rope. A prison pony. <sighs> Manatee, snake, zebra. But what is this? Eve, have you ever seen one of these? Adam, I, I don't think that one wants you near it. Nonsense. Look at its stress wrinkles. <laughs> I think it needs a hug. Here, gobble wobble. Here, brain face. <laughs> Chubby chicken. Let me give you a hug. <laughs> run, Adam, run! Adam ran 3.1 miles that day to escape the gobble-wobble brain-faced chubby chicken, and thus was birthed the very first turkey trot. We weren't sure if it would happen, but it happened, you guys. Savage Strength is a proud founding member of the all-new <laughs> River Morning Show Weekly Podcast. And <laughs> now for a limited time, you can become a founding member of Savage Strength by taking advantage of their founder membership, which would give you a discounted access just for signing up early. So if you're looking for a no frills, no gimmicks, just hard work kind of gym, Savage Strength might be your spot. Okay. Private strength training, one-on-one, and small group sessions available. The less people watching me work out. <laughs> That's good news. The all-new all River Morning Show weekly podcast. It's brought to you by Savage Strength. You can find them online when you go to savagedstrength.com. It's the all-new River Morning Show with Josh, Chad, and Hannah. And this is clickbait news. Hang on, I'm getting there. <laughs> is that what I think? Well, the headline is clickbait. She did it so much better than I did. Clickbait news. It's like pushing buttons is hard. It's like a car wreck you can't turn away from. The all new River Morning Show. So what? Where there is a will, there is a way, and where there is a competition, there is cheating. Baggate is the latest cheating scandal to Back- rock the professional. 
cornhole world. They Bad cheated game. in cornhole. Yes. How does which that is, even work? Well, it, it's like, are you ambidextrous? Can we see you write your name with both hands just to check to see? So, as it turns out, Devin Harbaugh filled okay. a formal complaint against cornhole players Mark Richards and Philip Lopez, claiming that the number one ranked doubles team used illegal beanbags. Cornhole Legal. is a game where you toss yeah, beanbags bean in, in 27 the, feet onto the board, into the hole. smaller or something? The claim so. was that the bags were too thin. Okay. And so an investigation ensued. And as it turned out, all of the players, even the ones accusing, were using not regulation size beanbags. So they all really? cheated. They were all cheating. It's almost like I remember when I was a kid and I had to tell the Sunday school teacher, so-and-so had their eyes open during prayer and they looked at me and said, how did you know? <laughs> Hannah, can you uh, mm. please read this? She's the only one who knows how to read. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you said um, it. This is Snack Tips with Josh. Oh, yeah. Oh, don't sleep on this snack tip. Okay. Jet okay. Puffed. What are they known for? <gasps> marshmallows. Oh, yeah. Have you had their chocolate marshmallows? They're like, there's like chocolate inside the marshmallows. It's so good. So good. Really? It's, these are a few of my favorite things. This is Snack Tips with Josh, however, so we move on oh, from the never chocolate mind. marshmallows. Don't keep so sorry. So sorry. Jet Puff, no longer known for marshmallows. Not anymore! Oh. They've created the world's fluffiest. Pillow. Uh. Oh, the sleep. Oh, don't sleep, but you should sleep on it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Here's the description, because I can see that you are skeptical. Mm-hmm. It is covered in luxurious white satin and features Jet Puff's iconic Puff Pals smiley faces in the bottom right-hand corner. Mm. And it's less than $2 a pillow does on it, Amazon. Does it smell I less mean, I like, like the marshmallows? Cost. However, yeah, I want... If I it's see not, jet puffed, I'm gonna want to take a bite out of it. It's I'm not scratch and sniff, man. Like, no. So here's here is my thing. All right. So they need to get with the Hershey's and uh, like the General Mills company. Sure. We need to have chocolate themed sheets and a graham cracker comforter, and we are all set. <laughs> it's truly amazing how big the universe is. If you've ever just laid there at night looking up into the sky and looking at stars and looking at uh, just, I mean, just the sky. Seeing how big it is and how, like, trying to wrap your mind around it, the depth. If you try too hard, it'll hurt. You'll start feeling <laughs> tiny. It's big, real big. You start to wonder what else is out there. What kind of planets exist? Mm-hmm. What kind of stars are there? What kind uh-huh. of things are there that we don't even know about? Well, some astronomers recently made a discovery that is quite mind blowing because I didn't usually think of like. If there's a planet discovered and they discovered a planet, you'd think the planet is going to be like the moon, where it's this rock-crusted right. thing, or I mean, like we, Mars, where it's dusty. And we, and we know like gas giants, you know, like, like Jupiter yeah. and yes. Saturn, you know, yes. it's like, okay, it'll be like that. Yeah. Well, astronomers have recently discovered a planet that is fluffy. It's a fluffy planet, like, and they say it's got the density of a marshmallow. <laughs> It's, oh, what? Wait a minute. It's a marshmallow? I don't think it's a marshmallow, but they it's, say it's got the the density of a marshmallow. So it's who a marshmallow. Could, who marshmallow. could possibly know? Let's go! <laughs> <laughs> what? 
Where did she go? Where did Hannah go <laughs> just now? I am in the rocket now. I'm ready to rock. I've got the graham crackers and the chocolate bars. Okay, start the countdown. What? Ten. This nine, is really happening. Eight. Shut up. Three, two, one, let's go! <laughs> Bye, Hannah. We love you. Josh, I need you to do your Darth Vader breathing sound for a second while I while I set the scene. Seriously? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Hi, my name is Dr. Ariel Fowl, a marine biologist. Wait, I need to take out my uh, snorkel. Okay, you can be done with that. That was a snorkel sound this time. Man, I thought we were going to get to talk about Star Wars. Yeah, that's my Got snorkel. You. No, all right. My all name right, is Dr. Ariel Fowl today, a marine biologist with your local zoo. And today we will be discussing how aquariums aren't technically allowed to sell fish. What? Mm-hmm. Like, what, do you what mean kind of not aquariums? A- like a pet store? So like at the, well, that's, I think that's fine. But like zoos. <laughs> I was say, we're about to bust a, a fish ring. <laughs> Something fishing <laughs> going on. Zoos, I learned this week in my marine biologist studies, aren't allowed to pay other like aquariums and zoos for their fish. So let's let's say the Columbus Zoo and Aquarium, they have an explosion of this rare shark uh, and they have a bunch of babies and they can't sell those to other zoos. They cannot sell them. They have to trade them. So it's all a trade and bartering system. Wow. Because technically you can't sell them because that's considered um, poaching. So it's like it's like Red Rover, Red Rover, send two yeah. sharks over. Yes, but that's that's Mama my concern. As I was reading and studying up on my new interest of marine biology, yeah, apparently I realized that in this trading experience, that means there are traveling sharks and manatees and other large aquatic animals. What do you mean traveling? They're traveling. Like exactly. What do I mean? Because I want to know. So exactly. So I, I, in my head, I'm thinking, okay, so there are semis with enclosed, I don't know, bubbles inside with 10 it's feet like sharks in water. them. So yeah, so you could be <laughs> driving down 71 or circling 270, bag. and there's a giant Ziploc bag of a shark next to you in a semi, and you don't even know it except when you hear this. No! Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> you start looking at your radio like the river's not playing you're that. Gonna, hard, right? You're gonna start looking at semis more closely and going here, fishy, fishy. Uh-uh, I'm not saying here. <laughs> I'm gonna stay seven car lengths away. <laughs> There's one in every neighborhood, and if you don't have one in your neighborhood, you are that one in your neighborhood. That's terrifying. It's the sleuth, the detective. The person who knows it all but doesn't really know it all. They think they know the law. The nosy neighbor? The nosy Otherwise neighbor. known as the driveway dweller. <laughs> the driveway mm-hmm. dweller. Mm-hmm. That is terrifying. It's a thing. That's terrifying. Because I know these people and I'm not walking their <laughs> I'm not walking their way anymore with my dog. Nope. They've, they've always nope. got eyes on everything. And yeah. they know if anything is out of place in the neighborhood. This week. On uncompleted conundrums, (laughs) (laughs) the next door app wins. (laughs) Okay. The next door app slash group is one of those groups where you can share exactly what's happening in your neighborhood in real time. If a leaf blows, somebody knows it. You can ask questions. Yep. Has anybody seen my cat? Does anybody know why things have gone missing? And this individual, who shall remain nameless wants to report a crime which is a very serious accusation 
and I kind of agree. Okay. This is an actual post from next door. Actual post from next door. The app, the group, said, I'd like to put, report a crime. How do I do this? People in our neighborhood still have up their Halloween decorations. <laughs> I need the authorities. <laughs> if you have any information on who this house is. I will say, we had some of those in our neighborhood, too, until the windstorm over the weekend. Uh-huh. All of those are now in the woods, which makes it even creepier. You love them. You cuddle them. You let them into your home. Donuts. But no. <laughs> I hope you, you don't, don't, cu- you cuddle, don't cuddle, cuddle donuts. I try not to hug my food before I eat <laughs> There's it. So much we could dive into on that conversation. <laughs> but alas, that is not the topic. I feel foolish. <laughs> your cat. You let them into your home. You give them food. You love on them. But did you know they are 95% tiger? <laughs> what? Study shows. That if you compare the DNA and genetics of your household kitty cat, it is 95% the same as a wild tiger. My goodness. We know that dogs are descendants from wolves, supposedly, but did you know that your cat is actively 95% tiger? (laughs) I believe that. I believe that I am 95% Roman warrior. I was thinking more Neanderthal myself, actually. (laughs) That math checks out. So knowing that you have a wild beast in your home, man, oh man, what are they? What are they thinking? Oh, I, I got, I know exactly what they're thinking. Okay, go for it. Because I've heard the studies or whatever. Like they're thinking, I'm doing nothing now, but later I'm hunting. Duh. I'm hunting you. Ah. <laughs> I've heard that. Like when a, when a little cat jumps out of a corner on top of you. They are trying to kill you. They're just ah, not big enough. Ah. <laughs> that's the tiger and part. That's, you know, it's yeah. Sometimes I think sometimes they're thinking I want to burn them all, but then they feed me. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one. You are saving your own life every time you feed your feed cat. Your cat. <laughs> feed them. They're sitting there thinking, I want to run around and meow for no reason at all, but it's not three a.m. <laughs> that's right. Wait for the proper time. They're, they're thinking as they lie around the house. I'm awake. Why am I not eating? <laughs> it's so confusing. And then they just look at you with judgment. I'm like, hey. If only our mouths were bigger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or um, I bring the humans my daily catches and display them on the porch. <laughs> beware. Yeah, beware is right. Because sometimes they haven't put those out to dispatch quite yet. They're still wiggling. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We Yucky. grew up with cats. Mm-hmm. Like, look, mm-hmm. I have a friend who's still alive. <laughs> mm. Inner thoughts of a cat. If I could talk to you. I still would not. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Speaking of, like, did you know, though, that cats only meow at humans? What do you mean? That's the only being they meow like, at. They don't meow at other dogs? No. They don't even meow or... at each other. They, no. they don't meow at, like, a dog who's no. in their space? They hiss they don't... at dogs. They... they screech at dogs. They meow at people only. Hannah's got some Googling I to do. do. I do. My brain. I'm if you want to freak it. yourself out real good, okay, Google or do a YouTube search of cats talking to each other. It's this weird clicking thing. They're aliens. They are. <laughs> They're alien tiger eaters. That's what they it is. 95% tiger aliens. Regardless, um, inner thoughts of a cat now that I'm terrified <laughs> of them. I secretly root against your sports teams. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> they would. There yeah. must be a lot of cats in Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're not wrong.
Or are they thinking, my mission, world domination. My method, attack their toes. (laughs) (laughs) You got to start somewhere. (laughs) Oh, my. Our last one, inner thoughts of a cat. Inner thoughts of a cat. If I had a dollar for every time I thought of you, I would start thinking of you. (laughs) It started with just an email celebrating some sales. And then everything started rolling in with this verbiage. It's Black Friday month. <laughs> this is, is this like your birthday month? Like when it we really this, is. <laughs> we started this whole show. One of the first things Chad wanted to establish was his birthday month. And now it's caught on to Black Friday month. Mm-hmm. You're taking over the world. Everyone, Us. Chad is taking over the world. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell people that. It'll terrify the children. Uh, but basically, that's what it's rolling into. The entirety started with like Black Friday sales. And then it was like, okay, Black Friday sales can also be on Thanksgiving Day. And then it's the pre-Black Friday sales event. Mm-hmm. And now everything, it's Black Friday month. 2023 is going to be Black Friday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure of it. Everything will be on sale. Hey, listen. Uh, no inflation anywhere. That wouldn't be bad at all. I would say with inflation, I'd take it on sale because they'd still be paying more than we were a couple of years ago. But whatever, it wouldn't be as bad as it could be, possibly. So is this only online or is this in stores? It's literally, I, you, you just throw a dart. You're going to find a store that has a Black Friday week sale. Mm. It's just everywhere. As Best long- Buy, Amazon. As long as there aren't the lines. The kids' lemonade stand at the end of the street. You ought to know, does Target have this? I mean, you would know if Target has this or not. Does Target have the Black Friday month going on? Confession. What? I've been trying. This is a good thing. I've been trying to budget. And so Target and I are currently Uh on Uh a break. (laughs) We're on a break. It hurts my soul. Praying for you. (laughs) It can move mountains. It gets you... From your morning to your evening, it changes your whole world. Coffee. That too. Faith. Oh. Okay, good. That's a way better answer. Right. Yes, that's right. Faith can move mountains and, and it can you change. You don't need a Keurig for that. You don't need a Keurig for it and it can change your life. It does change your life. But what is it? It's a really hard thing at times to describe to ourselves, to describe to friends. What is faith? You just have to have faith that you know what faith is. <laughs> That's how some people will answer it. Like That's you can't. How I would. You can't use the word in the definition. Like right. it, that's, that's circular reasoning. Well, it or, sounds like a lack of faith, Josh. Yeah. Oh wow. Mm-hmm. I heard this weekend that at its core, faith is trust. It's this complete trust or confidence in someone, and the best faith or trust you can have is in God. When you're thinking about the little things in your day and the big things in life, do you trust God? Do you have confidence in him that he is going to, one, be there for you, two, deliver you? In Proverbs, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your path straight. Do you trust that? Uh Uh-huh. Yes, (laughs) I do. I find it easier. Maybe I'm weird. I know I'm weird, but... I find it easier to trust God in the really big things because there's no way I could wrap my hands around some of that stuff anyway. Yeah. But the little stuff, oh, I hold him off. Like, I got mm-hmm. this. I got this. I'm supposed to have this. Like, I'm the husband. I'm the dad. Like, I'm supposed to I'm supposed to do these things. So that wide swath of faith 
is what mm-hmm. I need, not just the stuff that's easy to give to God because I couldn't handle it anyway. And I think oftentimes we connect faith, which it should be connected with just believing in God, but God calls us to take it that next step further. Yep. Yep. To not only believe that he is there, but to trust that he will be there in and through it all. Hey, you're invited to listen to the recording of this podcast live. How? Where? It's simple. You can share every weekday morning with Josh, Chad, and Hannah on 1049 The River in Columbus, Ohio, or online at riverradio.com.